Hello, and welcome back to The Fallen Fruit. I'm Catherine Urban. I'm Stephanie Genese. Lynette Ramos. And today we are offering you a very special episode, sort of highlighting our our favorite hypnotherapist, <laughs> Lynette mm. Ramos, and her um, abilities with hypnotherapy. Gifts. on gifts just gifts (laughs) and today is march 8th it is pisces season um it's international women's day oh dang oh i get to be with my favorite women (laughs) my heart is so warm (laughs) so we'd love to update you on what we've been up to but we will do that in our next episode at the moment, we are doing a classic Mercury Retrograde throwback to sort of the early days of the fallen fruit. Um, the begin, the inceptions of the fallen fruit. The origin story. We, <laughs> when we did this, what we're about to talk about, um, we didn't even have a name for the podcast yet. Oh, is that right? Oh, dang. Mm. Wow. We, okay. Yeah, we were still working on a name. I'm also wearing my anklet. Oh, oh yeah! Stephanie gifted us garnet anklets. Yeah. Yes, it's on my altar. One mm-hmm. of them. Mine's in my jewelry box. <laughs> and so this throwback occurred at Lynette's studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what we wanted to do is because the project that we were working on at that time was around Lilith, and we are obviously all into like the divine feminine and the goddess and and the energy. So I thought why don't we take the general technique that I have or that I, you know, that I facilitate and let's see if we can get some information around the Lilith story. So we're going to talk a little bit about hypnotherapy. We're going to talk about the myths, how it really works. Um, some There's a little bit of a stigma around it. So we're going to talk about that. But yeah, so we're going to talk about hypnotherapy and we'll talk about the Lilith story and kind of get you guys primed up for the sessions, the live sessions that we're going to actually be releasing. So, yeah. So we do, in fact, have live recordings of actual um, hypnotherapy sessions that Lynette facilitated Mm -hmm. on Stephanie and I. And we will be releasing those. This is like behind the scenes. (laughs) This is like, I feel like, where's that one dude? Like Walter Jennings or name one of them, you know, like 60 minute people like, right, right, y'all. Yeah. Get ready. Get ready. (laughs) Yeah. We're diving deep. It's like very personal, very vulnerable recordings to share, but we are excited. We are very excited to share them with you because a lot of people are curious about hypnotherapy, um, but I've heard a lot of people Um, expressing timidness around committing to a session just because a lot of it is unknown what happens how much control do I have when Mm -hmm. when I how do how do how do you take me into that hypnotic state so Mm -hmm. let's start there Lynette how how do you take people like what's the process like yeah so hypnosis is essentially looking to mimic that place right before you go to sleep or right before you wake up in the morning. So it's kind of like that in-between state. And all of us are in a state of hypnosis at different points throughout the day. So as an example, if let's say you're driving on a familiar route on the freeway and your part of your mind just checks out, right? You drive perfectly, you pass two exits, and then all of a sudden you come back to yourself and say, oh shit, like I wasn't even completely present here. Mm -hmm. Or if let's say you're completely engulfed in a book or a movie and someone's like, hey, Stephanie, and you don't even hear them because you're so focused in on what your, you know, the book or whatever. So these are all just altered states of consciousness where your brain waves either are where you're alert and you're, you're, you know, you're, you're focused, let's say you're in class or you're at your job, or if you're meditating or if you're about to go to sleep. So there's just different speeds of the brain waves. And so what we're doing is we're using relaxation, te- relaxation techniques, um, visualization, um, all of those things to help your brain waves slow down. So the idea is, is um, if you can picture that, that iceberg, you know how they say like the conscious mind is the tip of the iceberg, right? But below the water, there's this immense 
object, mm-hmm. right? So essentially, it's hypnosis is going to the the what's hidden, but that's really the mainframe. That's really where the power is. That's about ninety to per, ninety to ninety five percent power of your brain. So what it is is hypnosis is going to that place because it's like let's go to the mainframe where we can really make some changes and all of that, and it's easier instead of trying to use our will. Most of us try to make decisions, do things with strength and will, but in many cases, we know that's not enough. Mm-hmm. So we use hypnosis as a way. It's almost like we're upgrading the mind. We're defragging or we're getting rid of old stuff. And then beyond that, theoretically, you're also connected with the superconscious. Mm-hmm. So we're going from the conscious to the subconscious to the superconscious, which is the spirit realm or the quantum field. So that's why some hypnosis is more about changing thought patterns and behaviors that don't serve us. And then some sessions, depending upon what's needed with the client, are more mystical, where some people encounter people who have passed on, or they may encounter their guides, or so all of these things. And we'll talk a little bit about how that can show up, because it's different for everyone. But you're in control, you're still there with me. You can stop at any time. There's no level of control. It's just me helping a client to access deeper parts of their mind that are really running the show. So even if people are kind of afraid to look there, it's if, if there's something there, it's wreaking havoc anyway. Mm-hmm. It's a part of you. So it's just we're accessing those places to, again, make you feel more aligned, make you feel more whole. And it's almost like we're just making, it's like we're, making the whole system run more perfectly yeah Yeah. and and i just want to say because i've gone under hypnosis three times with lynette and each time it kind of i was kind of unsure when i even got into the hypnotic state because Mm -hmm. i felt like i was in control the whole time i felt like i could snap myself out of it at any time um but kind of what it felt like is exactly what Lynette said is it kind of felt like right before you fall asleep Mm -hmm. and you're kind of aware that you are falling asleep and you could totally jerk your limbs around and wake yourself up but like you don't want to because you want to get into that deeper state so that's just what my experience was right yeah mine was the same pretty much as that Catherine like uh that state before sleep um also it felt like a a doorway opening like ever so gently there was no creak it was just hmm um just a very sort of smooth transition into this nether realm um Mm -hmm. where these stories and visions and almost like a a puzzle like pieces start coming together and you're like things that i've seen throughout my life things i've experiences reoccurring dreams reoccurring visions like those memories you have that you're unsure if they're real or not you're like did i make that up or did that really happen or you know um and i felt like that doorway to that place was just open and it all started to come together it's almost as if you get yourself into a place of relaxation Mm -hmm. where the mind the images of the mind can freely flow yeah so my teacher or the person who created the technique her name is dolores cannon so she's a fascinating person if you want to go check her out but she basically called the conscious mind the stupid or the dummy part of the brain but in the <laughs> right in the western <laughs> model that's where everyone says that that's the important part you know analyzation logic and those has its place but we need to learn when to be in that state or when we need to be in a more intuitive state Also with this process, there's a part of you and you, it's either called your inner wisdom or your higher self. That's the part we're looking to access and that's the part that knows what needs to happen in the session. So people are afraid, oh shit, like what if something comes up, like I'm gonna open up Pandora's box, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna re-traumatize myself, I'm gonna, but really what it is is we're accessing the wisest part of yourself that knows, okay, you know what, in order for this person to heal, in order for us to heal, this needs to be reviewed 
or this person needs to understand this. This person needs to see something that happened before from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So it's really just all I'm doing as a facilitator is guiding you to yourself. Nothing is going to come up that's going to harm you because I'm not the one deciding what's going to come up. Mm -hmm. That's the beautiful part. And I tell everyone, you allow this to happen. I can't force it. That's part of my job as a facilitator to make you feel comfortable enough and safe enough where you can open up and be vulnerable because no one can force you in that space if you don't want to be. And so that's why I try to explain to clients like you decide. And again, part of my gift is listening, asking good questions, and again, allowing people, people tend to feel comfortable with me. They, they don't feel judged. They don't feel like I'm going to, you know, rip them apart. They really feel like they can open up. I've had mm-hmm. men who say they never cry. All of a sudden they're crying throughout their entire session because they can finally let go. And a lot of people feel like, I didn't I didn't want to be emotional before because I felt like I wasn't going to ever be able to put myself back together. So this is just a way for you to unravel some of those things in a healthy way. And people realize that we can only see one percent of reality. We don't realize how much help we have in these other spaces. Mm -hmm. And um, that can show up for people where they can feel their the love from their guides or um, the, the, they can feel that someone whose transition is watching them and taking care of them and their children. So again, it can be from just emotional based all the way to the mystical side of things. Yeah. So what you're saying is there's like a whole spectrum of things that can come up once someone goes under. Every session is a curveball. I have techniques. I have things that I um, am set up to do, but it's always intuitive because I have to respond to that person Mm -hmm. and every person is going to get something different. And some people experience it in a very visual way. It's like they can see these images or these storylines, other people, it's sensations in their body or, you know, so all of our senses are involved. And what I do with clients is I take them through a practice before we jump in that allows them to kind of get a taste of it. So that way they can kind of understand what they're going into. Mm -hmm. Cool. And you kind of touched on this before, um, but there's different types of of hypnotherapy. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about yours? Because yours is more unique. Yeah, so um, I'm not a clinical hypnotherapist, but in general, what it's used for, and I shouldn't even say in general, from what I understand, it's that it's almost like we're giving you suggestions. Like like I'm, like I'm a clinical hypnotherapist may give like affirmations. It's almost like they're taking a thought and, and doing their best to, to change that. And that's helpful because I use that in my session. But this technique is it's almost like we're going in and doing almost like a full reboot Mm -hmm. clients come in with questions that range from health career uh, spirituality relationships and so they come in so even before they come in they're doing a lot of introspection work so many clients will come in already with synchronicities it's almost like the universe knows okay this person has made this decision and that doesn't just mean with quantum healing but that's just with anything this person has made a solid decision we're responding and we're we're going to start working on this person already so many people come into the session with shifts already beginning so basically when we're coming in we are doing an exploration sometimes it's a past life There's some sort of pattern that has happened before that has been carried on that is continuing. So it's a karmic experience. We're trying to understand what did I come in with? What choices have I made? Mm -hmm. And how can I learn and grow from that? Where other things are more rooted in childhood. So what we're doing is where are the blocks? Where are the source of the blocks? And how can we move past them? So most people come out of the session feeling more aligned, feeling like they're clear, feeling like, okay, now I can go forward. They're just feeling, they don't have that internal struggle. It's, it's, they feel like everything's online, if that makes sense. Yeah. Just, so I know that this experience of hypnotherapy has been life-changing for me. I had... I had a very powerful personal 
um, hypnotherapy session with Lynette in which I was shown a past life and it brought a lot of closure and a lot of understanding for me. And I felt like I was able to move forward in a lot of ways afterwards. But what I'm wondering is, does it kind of create new pathways in the brain? Does it kind of rewire or do you get, how, how does the closure take place on like a biological or psychological level? So they say that when we have a traumatic experience, simply the process of reviewing that experience in a safe, supported place, you can realize like, oh, my mom was a complete asshole to me and she abused me. But before we came in, we decided to come in together and she was here to help empower me. So she is my, she is the antagonist in my story, but it's because she's helping me. So it's, it's, it's basically when you look at the universe, it's not so simple, good and bad. It's helping to understand, oh, okay, maybe I don't want to go to dinner every Sunday with my mom because I don't want to like mess with her like that, but I understand. So I can use the experience in a different way. And people don't, it's like the emotional charge isn't there. It's like, you can look at that experience more from the um, observer standpoint. Mm-hmm. You're not so triggered by it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's a way of explaining it. Or, or there are times where w- there's a process that I have. It's, it's kind of alchemical where it's linking something from the, present remembering the first time that happened and then we're kind of switching things we're we're going in the mind and kind of linking those two together creating a different thought process around it and then again you can move forward so there's different techniques that that i use to help you to release the emotional charge and to understand why certain things have happened that's what yeah in my session too it was like Like I said, like things just clicked and made sense. And it was like, oh, I realized why this spirit had been visiting me or certain just like all kinds of stuff started to click and make sense. But I think I wasn't able to write about these things before. And writing is how I process a lot of what has happened or transpired in my life. And so after that session, I was kind of able to look at it because I can look at it now from an observer's point and not as the the thing it happened to yeah yeah and the subconscious mind not only does it hold the memories of like this life arguably it holds them from from day one so the the idea is is that in the quantum field there's information so anything that's ever happened still exists on some level right so when you're able to access that not only are you just going back and trying to figure out let's say what went wrong or whatever this is also about advancement this is also about gaining information and and being able to tap into that because when we're in our everyday thinking mind we we can't really access that information someone may call it the akashic records or so this is just a way for for you for us to go into kind of our intuitive bank and go in and get information and pull it back out for creativity, mm-hmm. for relationships, for abundance, you know, any of it. So quantum hypnosis healing therapy? Quantum, yeah. Okay. And so what we're doing is, so when we tap into the quantum field, what you're saying is that is like kind of close to what we some might call the collective consciousness. Right. And so all of our soul's eternity can be accessed there and like as well as the collective consciousness of the world Mm -hmm. through time. Yeah. Sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. And people can even you can even connect with someone else's higher self. So, for example, there have been quite a few times where parents have connected with the higher self of their children Mm -hmm. and their children have told them this is what I need from you. Wow. This is a, this is something that I'm hey. not getting from you. And so this is something that would improve our relationship. So people have been able to connect with uh, their partner's higher self and understand relationship challenges. People have been able to see that they've had patterns with these partners in other lifetimes. And this is why this person is triggered over that. So, I mean, it, it really, there's only a limit where our imagination stops. Mm-hmm. Wow. So... So let's talk a little bit about, so you mostly do individual sessions, but you've also done 
like kind of experimental sessions. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So there was a, a time that we did a project where I was so on the personal side, people come in with questions that we address in the group um, experiment. I was still doing sessions one on one, but I was asking the same questions to each client so that we can see if there are any parallels mm -hmm. or we can find if there's some dots that are connected. So um, it was basically going into the hypnosis session with a focus, with an intention where in other cases, it's kind of a little bit more open. We're seeing kind of what comes up. We're doing digging, but this one was really specific. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, we were able to connect with like goddess archetypes. We were able to connect Catherine with um, an ET race. Ashtar. That we didn't even mm -hmm. know. We didn't. Catherine and I never heard of this group before, but after when we looked up the name, it is a collective consciousness. I channeled Ashtar, y'all. <laughs> like, Catherine really. be tapped in, man. You were talking about UFOs and yeah. I seen them. The seer. That's our little seer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and on a side note, Catherine was the first client in quantum healing that I had. And the universe really threw me a bone because it's like, it's my first client and Catherine naturally can kind of travel the astral and mm -hmm. can kind of go in. So it was like the universe was like, hey, mm -hmm. go to her first. That's a good lead in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's your confidence booster you'll need. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't like resistant, no, so to speak. No, no. Yeah. Yeah, so for this project that we did, we really wanted to connect with the Lilith archetype because mm -hmm. there's not a lot of information out there. And Lilith is kind of the energy that brought the three of us together. Very much so. <laughs> and so as Stephanie mentioned, like we didn't even have a podcast in mind when yeah. we did this. Um, I don't think. I don't think no. so. No, this came later. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a lot of misinformation out there about Lilith. And so we just thought hypnotherapy would be such a great tool to try to access the collective consciousness to understand a little bit more about Lilith. Yeah, it was fascinating. And, and, you know, I hope that you guys uh, tune in uh, to get all the details, but essentially f what I got out of it is Lilith talked about some of the things that happened in her life that I think most women and most people can identify with. It's like the hero's journey. You know, yeah. you step forward, you're, you're challenged, you have a choice point, and then you, you have to make some decisions based on that. And sometimes, actually, all the time you're challenged, mm -hmm. you want to quit, you, you don't understand, you, you're, you're just, you think that this is too much. So there's all those, it's like, has all the flavors mm -hmm. of that hero's there, journey. There is even a quote. So basically, I, I went back and listened to these recordings um, and I haven't listened to them in maybe a year plus. And uh, yeah, because I think we recorded this in like November of mm -hmm. 2018. Yeah, I don't remember. That sounds. Yeah, that sounds right. OK, yeah. <laughs> I'll go with somewhere it. around there. It was yeah, the yeah. fall of 18. And yeah, so I mean, you think you remember a lot coming out of a hypnotherapy session, but then you go back and listen and you're like, Oh, there was also <laughs> that. And where did that come from? Like you think that you're in control when, when you're in it and you are, but it is yeah. your higher self talking. Yeah. Even like, I remember when I listened back to it, that like noticing the, there's a slight voice change mm -hmm. that happens mm -hmm. because I was listening to my voice and I was like, Ooh, yeah, it's <laughs> like, interesting. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's kind of like some people describe it like it's like a daydream. Mm -hmm. So it's like you or, you know, if you have a dream and then you wake up and you're like, yeah, I remember. And then if I were to ask you what happened that next day, you'd be like, well, you may remember a portion of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the idea is with these things, it's like your soul has that information on some level. You have that and those changes are there. But consciously, you may not remember all of it. Yeah. And yeah. just like free conscious thought. Even this is a practice I do in writing is just like don't you know look at the page just kind of yeah 
just right whatever mm-hmm. comes up mm-hmm. it's all good because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of times like you know like you'll edit yourself even in day-to-day conversation and mm-hmm. i think here it was just this free-flowing just surge of consciousness and yeah. well yeah it's the like like Catherine mentioned it's the higher self so yeah. it's like the the Catherine or the stephanie that has the macro view mm-hmm. of life not just Ooh. the one that's like in the trenches you know having like that pay the bill survival mode right yeah it's like that higher pers- yeah. like yeah. like my higher self is borderline an asshole she knows <laughs> she is a- kind of arrogant oh she same. sometimes <laughs> wouldn't answer questions for people like she basically like i told her i don't want you to know or she's very sure of herself so it's the human part of us that kind of wants to be humble and not too big for our britches type of thing but the higher self isn't involved with those human things it's like no i i have this understanding i'm i'm sure about myself and it just is what it is so that's true there is like a sense Mm -hmm. of confidence you'll hear it in both of our voices (laughs) (laughs) yeah like there yeah that higher self comes off as kind of an asshole but it's like that energy that you tap into when you need to like get shit done Mm -hmm. yeah and you need to like you're like i need to show up for myself in the biggest way right now and like that's that higher self like yeah yeah there's a point in my recording where i'm like no we're legit in the great pyramid (laughs) (laughs) like i do remember (laughs) like you know humble like conscious mind catherine would be like yeah maybe it was that because you know (laughs) can't put myself too high on a pedestal but like in the in the hypnosis it's like nah we're we're in the top chamber of the pyramid and you're like all right okay that's where we are then the confidence yeah i felt that too and again when it was tapping to that consciousness or even pulling pieces and parts because again we were specifically trying to channel lilith so i think definitely some of her bravado um <laughs> Was influenced. No doubt. Influencing yeah, she's us. the woman on top. Don't forget. Don't but forget. But like came from the bottom. Came from the bottom. The, started from the bottom. Now she here. Like, oh, <laughs> I didn't even catch that synchronicity. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. think about the power, like all the powerful women, you know, like, yes, International Women's Day. Let's go. Yeah. Um, But like, yeah. I personally, I know you two and like, We've seen the bottom. We have climbed. (laughs) We have climbed. We've done some climbing. Um, And that was also kind of a lot of the message that came through from those recordings, too. Absolutely. And to Lynette's point earlier, being able to kind of triangulate your view so that you have understanding of the purpose of your suffering or what what it is that you went through. Um, There was a point in my session with Lilith where she says, like, this is where I realized that everything that I went through had a purpose. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to hear that from her in a session and then for Lynette to kind of say that, yeah, that's kind of the goal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's pretty neat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, it makes me think of Stephanie's session where Stephanie was in touch with like the divine feminine, you know, like the kind of like the, the feminine God, let's mm-hmm. just call it that mm-hmm. and 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 it was like even if you when you hear her it's like this love that's like kind of pouring through you know so um people when they have these experiences it's beyond just a story in your mind it's feeling like some people will say am i making this up where is this information coming from and i tell them you know what let's just say you're making it up let's just say it has to come from somewhere but right. let's just say it's not factual in this reality why were you crying why did you have this complete shift internally Mm -hmm. so again many some things can be validated and and there are other experiences in their life where they it's like those other synchronicities that validate that but i always tell people it's going to be about how you feel you'll know in that experience how it how you reacted to it and that's how you can kind of tell Mm -hmm. how valid or how powerful something is Yeah, and also just the use of archetypes. Like, the way that you, Stephanie channeled 
Lilith slash the divine feminine, the images that showed up as relevant and spoke to her were much different than the ones that spoke to me. Mm -hmm. And similarly, you'll hear in these recordings that as Lynette kind of takes us into that hypnotic state where we could connect with um, higher consciousness uh, beyond ourselves, we each kind of go to our own happy place. And Stephanie's is like in space. (laughs) And mine was like, a garden mm-hmm. with roses, which ironically, like my, the kind of happy place that I went to, my house that I ended up buying and moving into ended up having a lot of these elements. Like I talked about roses mm-hmm. and I talked about pillars and I've got like some pillars in my backyard. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like yeah. it is quantum. It, yeah. it, I was listening to this and I was just like, oh my gosh. Like I was kind of predicting the future. And for what does my apartment bit. have? Lots of space. That's what, <laughs> when you walk in, you're like, man, there's a lot of space here. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of empty space in this big center of like the living room is like two-sided living room. You so manifested it. I, we manifested the things that we needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I just also want to say that, you know, again, when when we talk about altered states of consciousness, you know, like I think about my son, for an example, and he likes to be in control all the time. Like, I'm like, hey, you want to have a session? No, I don't want you digging around in my brain. That's what he says. But OK, I get that. Like, I'm his mom. But I want to just say that these are natural things. And these are and and if we look at our ancestors and we look at history, most of the most wise people, you know, the medicine women, the, the shamans, all they all use altered states, mm-hmm. whether it's through dance. Some people just danced until they were in this altered state or whether you used a plant or some other heat. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So these yeah, are just pain. these are natural things that pain. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's stigma around that, because if more of us were walking around embodying our higher self, we would have a different society. Mm. So, you know, think about anything that there's myths like strong stigmas around. There's usually some sort of gem there. Uh, So even (laughs) even psychology hypnosis was at the very beginning of that. um, And then it got phased out. So Stephanie dropped some amazing wisdom in her session. I did. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like my, my session was kind of more like talking to Lilith, getting like the juice on her story. But then Stephanie's session kind of took us to the present. And there was one thing that you said that was so fucking powerful. It was like on the subject of what Lynette was saying just now about how the divine feminine, the consciousness that could be available to us but isn't you described it as the mother who gives her child everything buys all the right books does everything in her power to do the right thing and then the child still grows up to like have all these problems and it's like that's kind of like the state of the world that you were describing is it's like we have all these tools available to us to be kind of more plugged in to that divine feminine consciousness Mm -hmm. but we're not doing it and that's a lot about what your message was bringing through yeah it was it was really powerful you you guys gotta listen to it (laughs) you're gonna listen to it you can't listen to this episode and then not listen to it (laughs) what kind of psycho are you (laughs) no but you should listen to it um even if you're somebody who's like i don't know they could just be saying like because i get that people thinking like like you're just saying whatever woo woo shit you're Mm -hmm. fucking probably high ass said Mm -hmm. like whatever Mm -hmm. we were not also under any influence of any substances Mm -mm. just an fyi (laughs) not that we're against that but just not for this not in this case we're not not against it but yeah Yeah. in this case you want to go in clear-headed yeah yeah when i had my session with you as well there was the period beforehand like no drinking no Mm -hmm. yeah very Mm -hmm. very clear-headed um which just stuck to um and yeah i think I need another session, by the way. Now that we're like talking about it, I'm like, okay, I have more questions. Let's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so powerful. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's uh-huh. been great, you know. And every session, I learn something from it. You know, um, it teaches me, you know, about some of the trends that you know we're going through and why. And it's just, it's, it's powerful. And I think that um, 
we should, here's a should, I don't, I shouldn't say should, but I encourage people to explore themselves more. You know, Mm -hmm. these are things, this is a part of you. This is a part of us. And the more you understand yourself, you know, the better off we are. And, you know, also this is simply like a guided meditation. It's like, it's like, that's essentially what it is. The basis Mm -hmm. of it. There's some additional things thrown in, but just to kind of simplify, like it's not anything super weird. Like it's, it's just something that is just a natural part of our, our mind. And all we're doing is these are just technologies that we have to um, just work more efficiently. So yeah, we shouldn't, don't make yourself too busy <laughs> or too much in the logic mind of making money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like this is the shit that matters. This like, is the shit in. that matters. If we're going to keep, at this point, it is... <laughs> Let me scoot out my little soapbox. (laughs) Don't worry, guys. I brought it. Um, But like if we're going to keep humanity alive, if we're going to continue this species, we're at that point right now where like the decisions that we're making, the and we have access to this information now and we have ways that are easier for us to get it and the information is literally at our fingertips Mm -hmm. so the fact that we're not taking advantage of it you know some of us should be ashamed of ourselves (laughs) um but yeah it's like if we're gonna we've got to tap into the higher self that's where the answers lie on what to do instead of us trying to sit here like let's sit at the table like no let's lay on the floor and like look up (laughs) the stars high as a kite (laughs) on mushrooms or under a guided hypnosis therapy and like let's tap into something else to figure this out because clearly as like just being in the dummy mind or the conscious mind it ain't working out yeah and it's a way of shifting out of victim consciousness Mm -hmm. you know i'm not i'm again i know that depending upon the traumas that we've experienced you know i'm not here to minimize that you know i'm I'm, i know that there's certain things that happen to us in our life that are beyond the human understanding but our soul understands it on a deeper level Um, there's not as many again good versus bad it's really about efficiency Mm -hmm. how can the soul evolve and so sometimes in the evolution of the soul um, it gets dirty and messy and difficult so again this is a way to take what we've been through it doesn't mean we give anyone a pass and just again continue to be within that experience but it helps us to understand everything that i've gone through or going through i am dancing with it I am participating. I am making choices that is aligning with this. So again, let's say a domestic violence. We're not going to just be like, hey, well, you're making choices. You know, there's more empathy involved. But the fact is there's some lack of love within yourself. There's some um, you have a misbelief about who you are, that you would even be in that scenario. So it is your fault, but it isn't your fault. It's how can we get you to the point where you love yourself enough and be strong enough to not be in that scenario. So again, we need to step out of victim consciousness and we can do that in a loving and a supportive way. Yeah, it's crazy because this kind of comes like full circle to when we think of just divination and now bringing it back to like spirit and a touch of magic. Mm -hmm. Um, But the tarot is like you were saying, the hero's journey, the evolution of the soul. These are all words, phrases that I use in readings trying to explain what tarot is to people. Um, But it's that when you said being able to dance with it, what is the fool doing on the card? He's about to twinkle his little toes right off that cliff. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's also you're diving deeper. You're diving Mm -hmm. into something um, that is not just up here on the surface. So there's, Mm -hmm all the ways that this kind of ties in. So I just thought that that was. Yeah. Yeah. And we all have our own hero's journey. And I mm-hmm. use that allegory a lot in my consultations with people and their astrological chart. Like people are like, wait, are the things that you're telling me written on this piece of paper in this like circular image <laughs> that you just printed out for me? And it's like, well, yes and no. <laughs> but a lot of times, um, I mean, that's a whole other conversation, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of times the, the things that are coming up, I will see them in, in my birth chart, like the things mm-hmm. that have come up in the, in the hypnotherapy session, mm-hmm. like they are in my chart. So yeah, it kind of helps you kind of rework the energy. So yeah, when we're talking about 
the context of your birth chart like you have the power to shift and be like the alchemist of your life for how those symbols show up like you incarnated with the purpose of these symbols and what they what they entail but we can kind of shift that energy as you move along through your life so Mm -hmm. it's kind of the same exact thing yeah yeah it it, just us this conversation reminded me there was this gentleman who was going to be married and he wanted to have i hope i didn't tell this story before but long story short he wanted to kind of clear up Mm -hmm. some things before he passed them on karmically and in the past life he was a woman and uh, he was sexually abused, physically abused, and his mom was essentially his pimp. His mom would set things up and she would stand by and profit from these assaults. This gentleman came into this life and he had some abuse with his father. And he started to realize that he just kept lining up with people that would be in this place of abuse. Like he was always the receiver of this abuse. And so he realized that these people in his life that were assaulting him or let's say in the past life again were just empowering him so from a human perspective we're like no like why would i choose that why would i why would i how can i celebrate this or how can but again we have to once we start to understand from a higher perspective Mm -hmm. we can begin to see the themes and how we can use them versus again like little human me i'm a victim so again we all have been there that's fine but now it's time to move beyond that it's like the saying goes like a lot of times uh major challenges and setbacks can Mm -hmm. eventually amount to immense sources of strength and so yeah it's just that alchemical process this is also (laughs) slight teaser but the book I've been working on actually (laughs) has been tapping into like a lot of the removal of self and like the soul from Mm -hmm. the body and like not being all the things that have maybe happened to said body, Mm -hmm. but being able to separate the two, but in a very fantastical and poetic uh, way, but no Mm -hmm. doubt, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm just like sitting here and I'm like, I can't wait to listen back to this because I'm about to take notes. Like, "Mm -hmm." so (laughs) you see some of these lines drop in the poem, just bless your hearts. I love Mm (laughs) y'all. So, um, so yeah, let's kind of before we before we wrap up this episode and um allow you to listen to our hypnotherapy sessions. Ooh. Is there anything else <laughs> that we haven't touched on as far as hypnotherapy goes? I think that one some people when they come to my website or come to my work they're not even sure exactly what they're in for. Mm-hmm. And and that's actually right. No one really knows, but it's the resonance with me and the trust they have with me. So what I would say is if you have questions, of course, you can reach out. Some people will just say, you know what? I don't even know why, but I know I need to do this. Like I like yeah. all, like I'll put it to you this way. I had a client that um, had emailed me and I was going to respond to her the next day. And something just told me I I have to wait until another day. Like I just got caught up. I ended up responding to her at the exact time that is her number, which is her birthday. Oh, wow. So the universe Mm. had me respond to her. So to let her know that this is a go, like, yes, you should do this. So the point is, is that not every technique is for everyone, right? We all have our choices, but if there's some resonance reach out to me and if it's about trusting the person that you're working with yeah for that's sure. important and everyone is raving about lynette like in the cleveland area that has worked with her and um just to kind of give a little bit more insight into the process like part of the session is sitting down beforehand and creating a list of questions that you want Lynette to ask you when you're in the hypnotic state Mm -hmm. and she she is has a lot of intelligence around how to how to ask those questions when to ask them and as you can hear from just listening to our podcast like her voice is very calming and yet like it's like caramel yeah (laughs) (laughs) it is it is 
<laughs> and then just like also just like strong and supportive mama energy and so mm-hmm. yeah and i do a lot of um you know caramel <laughs> i love that <laughs> um i incorporate you know energy work sound healing so it's also very shamanic um you know it's almost like your cosmic teams getting together with my cosmic team and we're in there and, and it's a mm-hmm. journey people sometimes feel like i feel like i've gone somewhere yeah. so the thing is is that this is um it's an energetic experience it's healing um it's just really and so if anyone has ever had any sort of like let's say breath work or shamanic journeying those are all it's kind of like similar flavors yeah. so just to give people some context so yeah. Very I cool. mean, I know somebody who had a session with you and then you ended up marrying them. So just a <laughs> testament to like, <laughs> wait a minute, what? <laughs> Remember, um, uh, my friend had a session with you. OK. And then you ended up marrying oh, her and right, her right. husband. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Performing I, the ceremony. Yeah. That was a really beautiful experience, too. Wait, yeah. you're ordained? I'm ordained. Yeah. Shit. Like just, yeah. Lynette's just giving us gifts here. Just. <laughs> Yeah, pe- I mean, if someone asks you to facilitate their wedding, it's like you believe that that person has like a connection. Yeah, and she's a, a very spiritual times. person. Yeah, so and the you know like she very intentional. Yeah, about everything. Yeah, uh, yeah I <laughs> so I can say that that's how the Pisces thing kind mm-hmm. of plays in. It's like sometimes I might be in my altered state of mind sometimes and I have to bring myself back but I do feel like based on my own traumas and my own challenges I feel like I've kind of broken open to a point where I can access certain things and um, I'm really grateful I feel like my ancestry is strong or at least strong within the healing realm because I do feel Uh, their presence and some of my clients can feel the presence of my Mm -hmm. guides and theirs Mm -hmm. so even though it sounds spooky to some people you know I get that but when you're in that energy it's it's like being in the energy of the divine you know it's very I don't know it's just really powerful and there are times when I'm in a session where the energy is so intense I can't even speak it's like we just have to be there in this energy so intention is a big part of this work and intention can bring in a lot of a lot of beauty so Mm -hmm. it's really strong like we were all in the same room together and I know like I'd gone under in my session and then I came out of it and you know you're still kind of in that dreamy space but when Stephanie went under I was like in it again like just Mm -hmm. kind of holding the space in the room though but yeah it does take you somewhere else it it feels very you feel very connected in that state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's just give just like a little bit of a preview for what we're about to share um, coming up. So we're going to we're going to release each of our sessions. Mm-hmm. And in Stephanie's actually, there is a, a question about connecting with her ancestors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <clears throat> so I would say when when people come to these recordings um i think they can learn a lot from how whatever they're going through or have gone through it helps to give a perspective and as you mentioned like that um the archetype um a lot of times our our lives look different but some of those themes are similar so Mm -hmm. i think that's going to help people to understand and give insight on what's happened before and where they're going Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lilith's story that came through me in particular, like she she really hits on that. Like she takes us to uh, a tree in the woods where she had basically her dark night of the soul. And then she also takes us to the top of the great fucking pyramid <laughs> where she is like living her best life as a queen. Yeah. And Run, wasn't she running a sex temple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a healing temple, though. Like it was explicit. Like she was not a prostitute. She was accessing different layers and levels of her sexuality. And she told us that she was sleeping with everyone, like Mm -hmm. men and women. So that Mm -hmm. came through. Um, But yeah, there were some gems that came through. She uh, spoke of her relationship with Adam. Fuck Adam. Hashtag fuck Adam still. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and um so yeah there is this sexuality component with Lilith 
But one of the other things that I really noticed was coming through was her wild side, her natural side, mm-hmm. her natural beauty. Like she showed me, she, I was very fixated on her belly and how mm-hmm. she had stretch marks and wrinkles and, and how, you know, and I wasn't even pregnant back then, you guys, like this is just, <laughs> you know, and, and how it was beautiful and, and how she was telling us that like, you know, this isn't something that we should be trying to fix. Like yeah. we should be celebrating our wildness. And so all these people on Twitter getting out my soapbox, <laughs> talking about Lilith placements and like how well you give head, like you're missing the point. Right. <laughs> like Lilith is, is so much more than that. Very much about our wild, untamed femininity. I mean, but like also cool. She liked to give head. Sure. Maybe sure. that was the way she healed. Um, but yes. I think, yeah, when we talk about wild and sex, people just get so fixated on this very surface level of the act. Yeah. Um, it's that invitation to be raw. But what is raw without real like vulnerability and like real enjoyment and getting yourself to that place? And sex is how we it is how we create life and so of course it has the ability to heal and once you access that and stop thinking about sex as just this dirty little secretive thing um this nasty little thing that we write about in you know little articles on cosmo or whatever yeah that's the fuller picture yeah yeah um and i think lilith gave us definitely access to that point too yeah 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 that was really cool and then in stephanie's session it was like (laughs) We weren't necessarily connecting with Lilith, but we were connecting with her essence, which is the divine feminine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did go to space and then, yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know, what I would suggest, and this is what I suggest to clients too, is you can listen to the recordings from your heart. Like sometimes, you know, listen with your heart, kind of just take it in, see how you feel. It'll generally inspire an emotion within you or a thought within you. So you're going to, it's like, you're going to be activated and you can also listen to it from the intellectual standpoint, making notes and, and doing your own research around certain things. So I would just say, you know, when you listen, you know, be really open to it, see even if you can believe 100% what was said or not, it doesn't really matter. It's about what is inspired within you when you listen. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I hope you enjoy the recordings. And even if you didn't, I don't care. So <laughs> yeah, well, we, we don't did. Care. That shit worked out for me. Like, I got information. I'm yeah. living. I'm applying. Yeah. I am evolving. So yeah. and we you know, invite you to as well. I want to say one more thing is that we've gotten messages from women who have said that our podcast, you know, we're grateful to say has inspired their own relationship with certain goddesses and certain archetypes, et cetera. So again, we always love to get that kind of feedback because it helps us to know maybe what direction we go in for other episodes. So, you know, once you guys listen in, let us know what came up within you. Oh yeah, we definitely want to hear feedback on like what you got, what you thought, if it was helpful, how it was helpful or whatever you want to share. Yeah, Mm -hmm. or even if you have more questions or... Yeah, we're open. Or even if you just want to be like, hey, I think you might be clinically insane. (laughs) Tight. Love those kind of compliments, too. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks for joining us in the treehouse today. And we'll catch you next time. See ya. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.